Welcome everyone. This is week 12, NBA Thursday today. Um, Troy Chimaleski is joining us for the first time. It's an honor um, to be here. Welcome, Our resident Higgins fan. That's all. That's all I can say. I know it's. Resident, I know it's NBA. Nay, our residents get Bayless. I like yeah, that I'm a lot. A, I like I'm that a lot. I'm the hot take guy around these parts. <laughs> um. All right. Our team of the week this week. Oh, we're starting there. Okay. Okay. You want to say it? You, yes, you came up with it. I, I did come up with it this week because it's one of my favorite teams that isn't the Bucks. It's the Denver Nuggets. Now, obviously, made kind of a surprise trip to the Western Conference Finals this year, which was cool. I don't know how you cannot love Jokic and his game. I mean, it's just one of the most, especially for me being a big dirt guy, you know, a big unathletic mm-hmm. white mm-hmm. guy, post-fade type of guy. Uh, Jokic is pretty awesome with that, plus his passing. Just a couple of things about the Nuggets before you guys kind of give your piece on them. 46-27 and 27 last year, obviously the Western Conference Finals appearance. They probably, in my opinion, have the most potential on their team of like the top seven good teams in the NBA, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like they are more built for like the long term. Yeah, for the future. Than, a lot of young and, and especially some of their pieces. Like the Heat have a good argument. And I mean, mm-hmm. to be real, the Bucks do just by having Giannis. But as far as a bunch of pieces that are going to be really solid long term, they're probably the best as far as the elite, elite teams. Uh, one more stat. This is, I thought this was kind of interesting. They played the second most overtime games in the league last year. I believe it, dude. I remember watching yeah, they, at least right? four. I, I know. don't know what the stat is, but... Eight of them. They were okay. in eight of them. Okay. They Damn. were five and three. Damn. I know. Doesn't that seem like a lot? Yeah. They're they were good under pressure, too. And they were five and three, which... That's was, pretty impressive. Which was yeah. the second most wins in overtime to... Get this. This stat actually blew me out of the water. The Heat were eight and one in overtime this year. Good God. I know. Which, and now this that makes is turned into a pro-Heat thing a little no, bit. No, but it no, it is no, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. This is the Bowl. Nuggets week. I love Michael Porter Jr. I love Jamal Murray. I love Jokic. They're all under twenty six. Sure, I, I like that. I like that I don't number. Have an exact right before number. the prime. Right, I whether Jokic they're is like whether they're twenty five, twenty six. Right, Jamal Murray is around there too. That's the one I wasn't sure. Yeah, about. he might be twenty six, twenty six. Whether, whether they're twenty six or not, twenty six is like that right before prime age. So we'll call twenty six. Yeah, there. And where they're all at. So that's just, I mean, they're built so well for the future, and I just love how they're run. They're just a sneaky, great organization. Troy, you want to go next? Give your Nuggets takes? Any, any other Nuggets takes you got on you, off the top of your head, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, like Parker said, they're they're clearly built for the future, mm-hmm. and, I mean, if they get Bull Bull in the mix, if he can stay healthy, I mean, I know he's a lengthy big guy, and a they, lot of times they have injury problems. Yeah, just put him at the four next to Jokic. Let him be the five. I mean, the spacing, the ball movement. Bulk the shoot. height? Bulk yeah. Shoot. The, height? the height? Michael they, Porter Jr. at the three? They're not all <laughs> defensive juggernauts by any no. means, but they're yeah. long. All of them are yeah. long. You have MPJ, Bull Bull, and Jokic. Yeah. I mean, they can just cover the lane, which is big if you're not an athletic team because they're not. They're not a physical team. They're not an athletic team. No. Their softness is one uh, criticism I might have of their team. They're not very physical. They're not very tough. Yeah. My but, my argument to that would yeah. be people thought the Clippers were quote-unquote tough 
and the physical lost. team yeah. and the quote unquote soft right. team. And I agree with that. They do have that perception and they right. kind of well, so. I, I think it, I think that perception is true, but they make up for it because yes. they're offensive okay. assassins. They can mm. shoot. They're, yeah. they're skillful as hell. And like I said, if you get Bull Bull in the mix, you have Bull Bull on the corner. I mean, he can <laughs> ring threes and he's oh like God. seven foot three. Mm-hmm. You have MPJ, who's a certified bucket. Yeah. Once he gets going, we saw what Jamal Murray did in the playoffs. Which yeah. I don't I mean, know. I still don't know about Jamal dude. Murray. But I mean, I think he proved himself. He was a I'd like to think assassin. That, he was a leader like of that, that team that, down the stretch. I'd like to think that. I think he might be a one-hit wonder. I don't know. I, That's just my take on it. I don't love that. But. Yeah, me either. But. Okay, well, speaking I mean, of them yeah. not being strong, here's who they lost this year. Yeah. To free agency. Yep. Jeremiah Grant. Yep, that's a Detroit big one Pistons. for their toughness. Yeah. Big they, one for defense and toughness. The fact that's they offered him the same money that the Pistons did and he turned it down to go play a bigger offensive role kind of yeah. confuses me a little bit. Well, I don't blame I don't blame him, him but has why would you want to go play? If it's not for more money, why are you going to play in Detroit to lose? How many years was it? Do you know? I want to say 472. Okay, that surprises me because if I, I was going to say if it's like a two year, maybe he's just trying to prove himself yeah. to have a future contract on a, another contender and kind of be a more offensive. They player. also lost Mason Plumley to the Detroit Pistons. No, they're, those are their he two. He was solid, though. <laughs> those are their two. Plumley was really good. <laughs> those are their two toughest guys, though, when you talk about that and they lost him, which Jeremy Grant will hurt, I think. Though they also I lost their those, third toughest guy, Torrey Craig. To yeah, Milwaukee yeah, Bucks. Yeah. I'm very nice excited addition. about Tory Craig. That's all I got. That's all you yeah, got on the Nuggets? Not too much Nuggets talk yeah, today. Oh, RJ Hampton? I mean, we covered it. That's, yeah. a, good, that's a good they, pick. And they draft well. Well, how do we think they'll fare this year? Think the Clippers are going to make any noise? I mean, they lost Trez. Uh, the Clippers? The, just a lot I, of bad mojo, but they have a chip on their shoulder now, I think. Yeah, I think the chip on their shoulder plus Surge trying to prove that he's better than Trez might pan oh, out they a little got bit. Surge. Yeah, yeah, I think totally that might pan out. Totally forgot they got Surge. And they have Luke Kennard now. So do you think a lot of be, Pistons talkers. So do you think they could, yeah. if they played again, what do you I'm think not. the outcome would be? The Nuggets and the Clippers. I'd probably lean Clippers. I'd go Nuggets again. I don't know. I just it's tough. I mean, I can't three, imagine one. Kawhi shrinking again like that. Yeah, that was exactly. So bad. That and, was his. But here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing, Troy. Yeah. I can very much imagine Paul George shrinking. And the rest. Yeah, he would, that's <laughs> and a given at this team, point. Actually. That's a given at this point. But man, Kawhi was disappointing. I know, as we've talked about, I don't know if any of you guys had Kawhi too as the best player in the league before mm, the playoffs. I did not, no. Okay. I. I was, like, on the fence, but I was still leaning LeBron, probably. I was leaning LeBron, Giannis. Because I gave Kawhi the torch in 2019 after dismantling Giannis and my Bucks, mm-hmm. And it was just sad to watch, but I couldn't help but respect it, let his team do a title. I gave him the crown, but, like, that playoff series against Denver, up 3-1, 20-point leads, yeah. each of the remaining of the seven games, yeah. and losing. Man, I hope he comes back next year with a chip on his shoulder and is just an assassin, but he mm-hmm. really disappointed me uh, in the postseason. But I think the Nuggets have a good shot to be in the conference finals again. I don't see them. Oh getting, yeah, for I don't sure. see them getting past the Raptors. I think they're the second favorite in the West yeah. right now. And I don't think anyone is considering the Rockets in the mix anymore. After yeah. What happened? No, they're a mess. Yeah, they're an absolute mess. So it's probably a three-team race. If they got say? rid of that damn Russell Westbrook, they mm-hmm. might. They should just run it back if we're being fully. Yeah, honest. I agree. I mean, they've never been. There. But they, they already could've... didn't run it back. They already traded Covington, 
And he was, yeah, like, he was their third like best Christian player, Wood. realistically. I like Christian Wood. I, we talked about this last week. You're We're not doing I'm off. I'm not oh, off Christian yes, Wood. I'm off, you. I'm off the Christian Wood DeMarcus Cousins combo. I just don't think that sounds good to me at all. I don't hate it compared to what. Like, who was the Rocket Center last year? Chirps. It was PJ Tucker. So at least they have a bigs. Christian Woods looks like wait, wait, wait. Can, can we ask Troy the question that you asked me a couple weeks ago? Who is the Rockets' best young player? Uh, <laughs> what are my options? There are uh, none. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing. Who did they I, draft this year? I don't even know who they drafted this year. Dude, I straight up don't know. Yeah. They have no future. Can That's we be done with the Western good, Conference? Yeah, please? good transition into whatever. Our we're Eastern on. Conference. Yeah. Uh this week. So all three of us. Gave our win totals for each Eastern Conference uh, team, and we're gonna go through. We average them out. We're yeah, go you through. have all these yes. averages right now. Correct? Yes. So I'll go through all of them. We'll discuss why, where we thought teams would go, whether there's any surprises based on our aggregates. Right. Um, number one is the Bucks. No surprise here. Uh, Fifty-nine point three projected wins between the three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair. Right, I had them as the two seed. I mean, they're a phenomenal regular season team. What we haven't seen we know is, that. can they perform in the playoffs? Can they beat gritty teams like the Heat, like we saw in 2019 with Kawhi and the Raptors and Surge? Like, we need to we need to be battle-tested. We got to worry about the Nets, too. Yeah, the Nets oh, this year. The Nets are I mean, big, scary. Two assassins. We'll see how their team chemistry plays we'll get out. Into but it. Yeah, we'll get into that. Well, I was kind of... But, but what I'm saying is regular season, the Bucks are gold. Like, they're always yeah. golden. Well, here's the thing. I put the Bucks at 60 wins, but I really want... I didn't want to put them at number one in the conference, like, for regular mm. season, because I was like, oh, we're going to come out and change our strategy. Like, yeah. give our guys the important minutes, like, win like, games, but, like, we bumps. won't... Yeah, yeah, we'll have some road bumps, and then we'll be mm-hmm. tested for the playoffs. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, but we're not going to do that. Yeah. We're going to win. We're going to go up 40 in the first quarter of all our yeah. bad games. We're yeah. going to, like, even in the in the... People are gonna sit their best players against us. It's just that's not what Yeah, do. I mean, I think with Bud is you're skeptical if he is gonna make those adjustments. Yeah. So I think we're just gonna go through business as casual for at least the regular season. We'll see in the playoffs if he can play guys forty minutes a game. He won't. And, right, and utilize the superstars. I'm very skeptical. I doubt it, but that's what I'm really hoping for. But I think regular season is gonna be uh, business as usual, dominating. The only thing I will say where they might uh, fall half a step back is you traded Bledsoe for Drew Holiday, you're going to have to work in the offense. That, I think, would be fair. It's a big step up, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's better, but it's it's just new chemistry you're going to have to find. We've, we've seen when teams have made big changes, mm-hmm. like the Heat in 2011. They weren't. They barely were the – were they even the one seed or were the Bulls the one seed that year? I, I couldn't tell you. I want to say the Bulls were the one seed. Yeah, either, yeah, they were the one seed. And either way, they weren't – they did not look that good. Like, they, they had to make the pieces fit. I think we're having a little bit of the same thing. Plus, we have, like, a whole new bench this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope we I think we kept enough guys. Stuff. I think we kept enough guys around, especially without the Bogdan trade going through, that will still maintain most of that same stuff. Like That is true. Like, Pat still... <laughs> I wish he wouldn't play, but we still have Dante. We might as well have... Like, but my, we lost George Hill... We lost Earth Sanity, Turkish Thunder. Mm-hmm. That's like, we got yeah. Jameer Nelson. I think he'll replace I'm Jameer so Bell. excited about Jameer Nelson and Bobby Portis. It's unreal. Yeah. Well, yeah, we just have a lot of new pieces on the bench. Plus plus uh, the rookie we got. What's his name again? Jordan uh, Nuara. Nuara. I, I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. I think he can come in right away and contribute. Immediate. Immediately. Immediate. I think by the end of the season, hot take, I think he's going to be our sixth man. I really do. I, oh, that's I'd cool, say man. seventh. 
seven, eight man, maybe, because DJ Augustine's going to be our sixth man. I disagree. I think Brent Forbes, actually. Oh, I think yeah, it's going to be, I think it's gonna be Nuara. He's, he, is, he has a beautiful shot. I mean, he is money from three. He can play physically. He can probably play three, four if it's, like, really small ball. Maybe play as center if you have, like, Giannis with four or whatever. Um, just for spacing because he can shoot and Bud likes spacing. Yeah. Well, I think he's a versatile player. He can shoot very well. He plays good defense and he's kind of an underrated facilitator. I think he's. I think he is one of those players who are built for the moment. All right, we got to move on, Troy. Yeah. We can't. <laughs> we can't do it on Jordan Nuara. Well, that's the last thing I had to say. Number two in the Eastern Conference, the Nets with fifty-four point six wins. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was surprised. Um, I had them at. Two, but with a, I had a more like even, yeah, so spread out win count. I know Park, you had him at one, correct? The Nets. Yeah. I had no you. I oh, had, I know who you had, had the Nets one. At one. We won't five, talk about them actually, yet. Yeah. Um. Because I had the Nets at fifty-seven wins, right behind the Bucks. They're gonna drop some early, and there's gonna be the I questions agree. like, is this working? So just like they the, might, the and I still think, Heat thing, I think yeah, there's a good that, chance that they make a place it's a super team. I think there's a good chance the Nets make a big deal at the deadline still. Yeah, because they have so many assets that they can get rid of to s- trade for another superstar. Do you Harden's, have any targets in mind, Harden? I just don't. It's see still Harden moving. for me. It's still Harden, maybe Beal, depending on how that Wizards sure, season goes. Sure. You don't think so? The Wizards. Oh, I are know. In Trust love me. With Beal. Trust me. I agree. But like, they'll if, deal Wall before if, they deal Beal. Okay, right. I can agree with that. But if that season goes poorly, and like, because they've just been waiting forever to run it back for me, the Wizards. So eventually, yeah, if it goes, if it goes poorly, like to start with John Wall and Beal. Yeah. You gotta just give up on it, right? If you can get a they big, have for another year, they have right. for another. Yeah, year. but you can get more this year if you. Again, I, I get what you're saying though. If, it, if they've been waiting so long to click, and if it's just like abysmal right off the bat, chemistry's bad between Will and Ballhead. Mm-hmm. Like, who's the ball dominant player? I can see them dealing more. They were in the playoffs that. last time; those two were healthy. And oh surprised. well, last time I mean that was probably what three, four years, yeah. years ago. But they were good. They mm-hmm. were good. So yeah, I I would say they probably don't give up on Beal. Okay, three. Yeah, there's only one person that one person put them into this third spot, and it's the Celtics, and it's Parker. So the I'm gonna Celtics let you go. are at three at fifty one point three. Wow, wins. I did not have them as the three. You had them at the one. Yeah, I had the yeah. Celtics as the at one the one. one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, and I, I don't hate it. I saw yeah. it and I was like, whoa. Yeah. That's kind of fun. I my only reasoning for having them as the one, I again think the Bucks will take some lumps early. Sure. And I could see the Celtics didn't. Like, obviously, they lost Gordon Hayward. I think that's just going to help their flow, actually, the flow of their team. That's a good point. I think Jalen Brown really comes out this year and Jason Tatum. I think they both put up 22 or 3-plus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not to mention Kemba Walker's still there. Yeah, and as much as I want to rib the Tristan Thompson signing, it it it. makes them better at Mm -hmm. center, realistically. Um, Robert Williams just wasn't getting it done anymore. Although they still have Thais. Yeah. Well, although Tice is the most underrated player in the NBA, he's not bad. Yeah, because he's who he's I'd rather good. play over Tristan Thompson. That's I I I agree with that. I it, it would I'm definitely sure. depend on. I agree situation. with that, but I think Thompson gives them a bigger inside presence a that they really times need. Better of a rebounder. That they really yeah, because yeah. they're small generally around the whole floor, especially last year. Like they had right. Hayward playing the four. Yeah, like they needed a bigger guy down there. Maybe I, this year. I no. totally agree. I think in spots they will, but I just think Tice is a better fit in their offense. I can say Tice is a better and player, but I also think we all know it's offense player. over defense in today's NBA, and he's spacing. He can shoot. Um, 
Yeah, and he's just—I think he's just a better fit for their offense. But they have pretty good down. offense. Without, yeah, so they, like, like exactly, yeah, they just need a break right. in the That's middle. That's I'm sure it'll be close to like 50-50. Yeah, games. it's not a big topic, but I think it's definitely just whatever they're playing against. But, right, yeah, four reigning conference champions, the Miami Heat at forty-nine point three wins. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good spot for them. Yeah, good spot. Yeah. They're they're not going to. They were a four Jay, or five last year. Jay Crowder, right? that was a pretty big deal. I think they yeah. were five. They were five. Well, either way. Doesn't yeah, matter. Doesn't matter. Um, their young guys will get a little bit better. They got yep. Goran Dragic back. They'll be fine. Tyler Hero's probably going to play upwards towards thirty a game. Is my thing this year in the regular Yeah, season. I can agree with that. I don't see how they don't fall off a little bit. Like, yeah, I don't think they'll make that playoff run again. They're not going to make and. Although Precious Achua is a yeah, big, I love. That I mean, it, it'll, he'll have growing pains. I'm still on the Heat just as much as last year. I'm if I'm a Bucks fan, I'm worried about the Heat. I think they're still great. Right, they still have, they're not they my top priority. Street has great shooting, and they're tough. Like, I don't think they're my top priority in the East. I'm scared of them. No, I think the Nets are. The yeah, top the Nets priority, just because of Kevin Durant. But the Heat are still there, and I think they still could beat us in a series easily. Okay, I, can, I think they could. Okay. I don't. I, would I think we. Play. I still think we can and should beat them in the series. Right, but, but, they're, but they, they play us weird. They could they definitely play. beat us. Yeah, that's awesome. They play us weird. They're a threat. All right, five, Toronto Raptors, forty-eight point six. Mm-hmm. Somebody had them. Somebody had them low. Me. You had them low. Yeah. Well, I, lost, I don't think they fall off too much. They lost Serge and Mark, right? Mark wasn't a. Yeah. Mark wasn't a they factor. They and they got Aaron James, Baines. Yeah, they got Aaron Baines. Baines. They're just. They're a well-run organization, and Fred Van Vliet being back is well, huge. They got Lowry for one more year. Yeah, yeah. I Anubi think is going to take another step. I think Nurse is the best coach in the league. Yeah, I, can, I agree. But I don't know how much more Pascal is going to progress. I mean, he looked really limited in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much better he's going to continue to get. Plus, other teams are have gotten way better. The 76ers, maybe they're healthy this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nets got astronomically better this year. I mean, the Celtics are still there. The Hawks. The Hawks, we'll talk about the Hawks got way better. I'm pissed how low the Hawks the are. Wizards are getting, the Wizards are getting John Wall back. Like, I, I just I, – I like them. I think they're going to stay consistent. I think they're going to stay semi-close to what they were. It's just everyone else is getting better, and they got worse. That's, I just, that's all it falls yeah, down to. Yeah, I guess. I, guess. I just think they're going to – they have so much, like – this is regular season wins, obviously. Yeah, and they are regular season so, team. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I don't know about that, but – I think they have so much continuity into next year. Well, I'll say they've that, all, they've always been good in the regular season. Yeah. So even since the DeRozan okay. days. Yeah. 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 Okay. It was just with Kawhi that they. Okay, number six, shit. the Philadelphia 76ers with mm. 47.6 wins. I think it's a fair spot for this them. This is pretty perfect. They're going to yeah. have some injuries. I agree with this. They're going to have some Joel Embiid they have, beefing with like, somebody else. Doc Rivers will get mad yeah. at someone. And yeah, they do have Doc Rivers now. That's an upgraded coach. Brent Brown was irrelevant as a coach. Horrible. Worst Terrible X's most coaching. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just, I don't see them being much different. The process has pretty much reached its potential I think they got with those two, I think. Barely better yeah. with, because I do think, well, just I think Josh Richardson's a little better. I yes. think Josh Richardson's a better player than Seth Curry, but I think Seth Curry just fits more yes. for yeah. the Sixers team, which sure. adds a little bit of shooting. For sure. Yeah, yeah they got so a little So they got a tiny bit better. Okay. And Matisse Thibel will still be a beast. Yeah, um, I don't hate it. Yeah, I mean, I have the Sixers at four with 50 wins. I was probably the highest of us. Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty seven. high on them this year just with the coaching upgrade alone. Is, okay, that's the true. team I'm high on. Mm-hmm. At seven, the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 47 wins. Mm-hmm. Here's mm-hmm. their lineup. Yeah. Here's their lineup. Yep. Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Correct. 
Gallinari. Gallinari, John Collins, Clint Capella. Off the bench, they got yeah. Rondo, Chris Dunn, Kevin Huerta, Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, Jabari Parker, Onyeka Okungwu. Uh, am I missing somebody? I don't think so. I mean, that's everyone who's probably getting minutes. Yeah. If, if, if that's such a deep team. Over a such a deep team, and they can always have like one defensive, one scoring guard on the floor. Yeah. One defensive, one scoring post. They're just good. They're yeah. just deep. And they can shoot. They're deep. We'll see how they gel together. I mean, there's their team is led by young talents. We'll see if Rondo can corral those guys in mm-hmm. and teach them how to win games. Uh, I think Rondo is actually a huge piece for them to add just for veteran leadership. I agree. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see. They, I think they'll make the playoffs. Um, they'll take big steps this year just because of the pieces they have. My, I was telling Parker this the other day. Um, I think this Hawks team, whatever step Trey Young takes this year, yeah. they take because they're good enough around him. He's already him. at 30 again. Yeah, I mean, well, I think Trey Young is – Taking the steps, I think the team needs to follow him, and he needs to do better in incorporating. I know, but I'm saying I think his ceiling is the team's ceiling this year because the team is just like a good team around him, and he's by far the best player still on that right. team. So he could have MVP talks. When you have a score, not like MVP, that, well, top five. Top if he's five winning games. games, yeah, exactly. When you have a score like that too, it'll yeah, they surround him with enough. Rashad Bond, mm-hmm. Rashad Bond. Am I thinking? No, you're thinking coach. Yeah. We, we both had him as our coach of the year. How are we forgetting yeah, this? I'll, He's your coach of the year. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Lloyd Pierce. Lloyd Rashad Pierce, Vaughn yeah. is someone yeah. else that I know. He's an old buck. Yeah, old buck. Yeah. Anyway, it, it'll uh, lie a lot on Lloyd Pierce because I if agree. you can get minutes where it's like, like let's say Cam Reddish takes a step defensively, DeAndre Hunter is better than Gallinari defensively. Mm-hmm. So if you can put out a defensive lineup with Trey Young, and then off your bench, or in a sort of a lesser team, have Bogdan and Gallo kind of running the offense yeah, I with think Rondo so, yeah. at point. That's mean. Yeah, they're just That's so mean. much. There's so much like scoring and then a defender. Yeah, you know, like there's just mm-hmm. parity across the. It's awesome. Yeah, even down. team. All right, at eight, uh, should I do eight and nine at once since they'll play for the eight seed? Yeah, sure. sure. Okay, at eight we have the Wizards at forty point yeah. six wins. At nine, we have the Pacers at thirty-nine point six wins. Okay. That's Who do we I, think wins that three-game series first? Wizards. Wizards. Okay, so the Wizards. Healthy. The Wizards are our eight seed official. Wizards. Okay. Yeah. Well, they they're not my official eight seed. They're our official mine, eight seed. They're my seven seed. <laughs> mine was the Cleveland Cavaliers. I As saw that. I hated it. I, I hated I it. You don't want Garland and Sexton to take another step. I, with Drummond getting I really do want goal. both of them to take another step. I love both of them, but... And Isaac Okoro. I, I just think they're going to... And I guess Kevin Love. They should be good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't give me that. Uh, Don't, Don't give me that. Cavs winning more than 35 games this year. I think they got a lot of pieces. You'll see, you, well, I like the players they have, but they're, they're a few steps away, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know about Isaac Okoro. Okay. I just don't know. I like Fucking I like him. I just don't think he fits well with the Cavs. How like how can you say that? He's a wing, a wing defender, and score. I think they needed a. He's not that. No, great I, like, I like. He's a defender. Him. He's a. Def, he's known for a defender though. Which by the way, they have horrible guard defense. So, think. Get, let's get a wing defender Fine. in there with yeah, awesome scoring guards and a rebounder. 
Oh, but who's our four? It's Kevin Love. I we're just we're supposed to be talking about the Wizards. <laughs> I just don't see them being better than the Wizards or the Pacers, personally. Okay. I just don't think it'll be. The I would best. love to see John Wall get in the playoffs. Yeah. And the Bucks beat him up. That's all I guess. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what kind of Wall comes back if he's like he was, or maybe even if he improved in some areas. No. It'll well. I mean, maybe shooting like shooting, yeah, yeah. or just uh, slowing down the game a little bit, playing more cerebrally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll be very interesting to see how that chemistry plays out. I think that's one of the key points of the season. Okay, at nine officially, the Pacers, um, I think they take a step back, like a big step back. I think I agree. Because there's, McMillan's going to stay. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. beef between and there's beef between Oladipo and the rest of the team and Miles Turner and the rest of the team. Yeah. And that just... Because I actually like their roster. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, I like their roster. Um, I just think, again, other teams are getting better and they're not doing that much. Plus... Like you said, there's beef between the team. There's just drama in the organization. Uh, I think they're going to come close because they do have such a good roster, but I think they're going to follow. They were pretty banged up, which kind of left the TJ Warren is interesting. TJ Warren, TJ Warren. See that I think was a one hit wonder. You think so? Yeah. Okay. He can put up. He'll put up forty, maybe like twice in the season. (laughs) He's actually always even on the Suns, he would do that. Yeah. But he's not consistently good. Yeah. Okay. At ten, the Orlando Magic, thirty-six point six. Um. I don't know what to say about the magic. That they're they have is the Vucevic years you know finally think, over, you know like him being elite. The magic <laughs> be good. are the team. Not they're the island of misfit toys where yep. they have a bunch yeah. of individual entities that would be fun on other teams, mm-hmm. but altogether it's just this weird concoction of like Aaron Gordon with Lob City, Fultz with like a great young guard, but they have Vucevic who's just like an old fashioned post guy. And mm-hmm. I just, I hate, and then they have uh, Mo Bamba, who I just don't like. I don't hey, think maybe, he's very Hey, maybe, maybe one year. Dan, what's the situation on uh, your boy, on the Magic? The Who's tall that? guy. I can't think of his Jonathan name. Isaac? Yeah, oh. Jonathan Isaac. What's his injury he's situation? He's back. What's his injury situation? Um, I don't know, actually. Um, yeah, he's back, well, but he, you don't know. Well, the thing is, he's, he's definitely back because he okay. tore his ACL like two months before the bubble started, so it's been a year. So he's definitely gonna be back. I don't know if he's ever gonna be back to it. Two months before the bubble started, that has not been. Close no, two to months it. before the, uh, before the season shut down. My bad. So that's about okay. a year. So that's that's like ten months away from now. Yeah. So I feel like he's about back ish. Okay, so, so mid season return probably. Yeah. Early mid season return. Yeah, um, I love him still because he was a deep boy yeah. candidate I mean, if until he, comes he went back down. Healthy, he's, he's dude. He had two blocks and two steals a game. Yeah. No, he's legit. That's why I wanted to ask you about him. Yeah, he's my uh, comeback player of the year, actually. Fair enough. They played hard against us, though. I'll give him credit there. He plays hard against us. Jonathan Isaac has... So does Vucevic, yes. by the way. He <laughs> plays hard against us. He I've was been cool. wanting him on the team yeah, for quietly, a while. <laughs> quietly. Um, when he's elderly, he's our new brook. He'll, he'll play like a Marc Gasol role. He'll be a buck one day. Like he'll be a buck one day. maybe. Okay. At 11, Parker's 8 seed, the Cleveland Cavaliers, mm-hmm. 33.3 wins. Yeah, we kind of touched on it. Yeah, yeah. we can do John, our race. John Gray's done. They have to fit in the other pieces, uh, figure that out, let the young guards develop. But I just don't think they're ready yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I think they, they, I think this is like the year where they get out a little ahead of their skis. And like they just have a year where they're good for no reason. Okay. And then they kind of take a step back long term maybe. But I don't know. They're just young and they don't have much pressure. 
So, so that's why I rode with them. That's fair to say, I guess. I look at them compared to the, like, who are the, like, we'll talk about these other teams, but I don't know. They're not, I don't think they're that, that far off, you know. I think they're still pretty far off. I think the Bulls, who are, I'll, I'll just go to them next. Um, okay. The Bulls are at 29.6 wins. I think they're definitely better than the Cavs, just because I think Zach Levine's the best player. I think Wendell Carter's really good. Kobe White's a stud. Billy yes, Donovan. Kobe White's really good. Billy Donovan is their head coach. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I liked. Who did they think... draft? No, Patrick Williams. Damn it! Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Put a wrench in my whole take. Yeah. <laughs> They're the Bulls sketch me out honestly. Kobe White is the kind of the only part of them I yeah. like long. You don't He's like the most Levine? promising long term, long term player. Even Levine, I'm. I, I actually like Levine. So do I. But I agree with you. Maybe as like a third option, I like third best player on. I just team. don't think you win with Zach. Zach Levine. Too I, much money tied up in a dunker. And uh, he's a certified bucket. Oh yes, but, but, but he plays and, negative defense. And, okay. and, and he, he doesn't get other whole team now. Is negative defense. Yeah, I, uh, I think Kobe White has to run yeah. the show for that team to be successful. Wendell Carter Jr. He's, he's not. He's a defense. good defender. I'm just saying. Solid, a little undersized. I don't know. Well, All right. I gotta see more. Thirteen, kind of a surprise. Not in last place. The Hornets, twenty nine point three wins. Well, the Knicks are still alive. So yeah, 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 yeah. true. <laughs> um, they, they again. I think uh, what Parker said. They're kind of a team of misfits. They don't have like incredible chemistry. They just have they have, like Terry Rozier's in there. Even though they have. Uh, Lonzo Ball and Devontae Graham. Lamelo. Lamelo Ball. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be fun somewhere. though. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. My favorite ball, by the way, Lamelo. <laughs> I think he's going to be a superstar, but it's going to be his rookie year again. There's Devontae Graham and Terry Rozier. Devontae Graham's a beast. Yeah, Lando I think him and Lamelo are going to be phenomenal going forward. Terry Rozier's going to take a back seat, but they're just way too young. Like it's too early. They got, didn't they get Gordon Hayward? Ooh. Oh. For four years, $120 million. Charlie. Yeah, they way, <laughs> they way overpaid him, but they're not going to be in last place if they yeah, have yeah, that's fair. on their team. That's fair. That's Who's their thing? center? That's such a bold thing. I disagree. I think Who's he's going to be very good no. when he's not playing behind He'll average Brown 20. and Tatum. He'll yeah. average 20. Oh, yeah. wow. I still think he's a very good player. He's just playing behind two players who are better. But he didn't even play really well when he was out there. Because you know? he was, I think yeah, it's because they were undersized and he was kind of forced to play more of a forward role than like a wing. Yeah, I mean, he just wasn't... Like, he's going to be a centerpiece. I, I mean, is there any better player on the Knicks? Oh, Gordon no. Hayward? Yeah, Ain't that's what no I'm saying. They're not going to be last place with Gordon Hayward on the team. That's just all I'm saying. Mitchell they won't Robinson's be last place. Than Gordon Hayward. No, he's not. Not even close. As an all-around player, it's not even close. Mitchell oh, Robinson's good. You wait and see. Sure. Gordon Hayward's horrible defensively. But Number 14. So <laughs> but anyway. Number 14, the Pistons at 27.3 mm. wins. I Hornets like the Pistons, Pistons team. Hornets over Pistons? Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. I, I did. Yeah, the I Pistons know. are too young to do anything Pistons. this year. They still, they just love Derrick Rhodes, which I forget about. Um, yeah. And Blake Griffin, right? Yeah, and Blake Griffin, but they they'll both be gone at some point this oh, season. Oh, he's an adult. Okay. Killian That's Hayes is good, but they're just too young across the like, board. Like, what is their identity? You think about a Pistons yeah, they possession don't have down the court. What happens? All I it's think all about, run through Blake Griffin. All I think about is that. That See, video, I don't think so this year. That video of Stanley Johnson at yeah. the wing and uh, Blake Griffin in the paint, they're just passing back and forth. And Blake like, tries to back him down. He Didn't goes they get Jeremy down. Grant, though? Yeah, they yeah. did. That's a nice addition, I mean. Yeah, and they also I signed... I, I would Jill- bet money that they do better than the Hornets this year. Troy, they also signed Plumlee, Jalil Okafor, and who's the last center? It was one more dinosaur. Mm, I don't recall. 
I don't recall their other signing. They dra- they also drafted Isaiah Stewart, and then they signed one more signing. They have Psycho Boya still. Yeah, who we're excited yeah, about. Yeah, we're still excited so about him. But he's so young. They're too young. They're, they're just, what are the Pistons? That's my question. Yeah, I say they're Blake Griffin with young pieces that need to get worked out and some uh, unuseful pieces that you could throw away that they just filled to fill uh, Andre Drummond's role. Derrick Rose has got to get traded. That's what I want but by I the deadline. By the deadline, I want enough team to be better than the Hornets, though. Blake Griffin is the best player out of both teams. Derrick Rose is probably right now, right Blake now, Griffin the best guard on both teams. I just don't think the Pistons have enough playing. scoring to like. I think the Hornets at least have scoring. They'll score their way yeah, to a few fair. games. Yeah, I, I guess I can see it going there. Right? Okay, last place in the yeah. East, probably last place in the league. Yeah, the New York Knicks, twenty-four wins. Yeah, Which is sh- actually a lot of wins, but I f- our numbers were kind of yeah, weird just because yeah, we were kind of... 22, and I, and I thought that was actually even high. I don't know what I had them at. Especially with the East getting a little better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, they're just shit top to bottom, president to roster, I mean, owner to roster. <laughs> There's right. just nothing good to say about them. They, Mitchell Robinson. Obi Toppin. <laughs> and Obi Toppin. I, I actually liked most of the moves they made this offseason. Obi Toppin is one of the more overrated. I think he's going to be one of the busts of the draft, actually. I, I do think I, I just keep bringing up trades basically. It doesn't um, matter where he went. I think yeah. the I think Julius Randle needs to go. Um, they did good about getting rid of a like, lot of their power forwards. They the got points for them this year. Oh, I know, <laughs> but we put play Obi Toppin over. Right. Okay. Like I want yeah. I want Obi Toppin and Mitchell Robinson in the middle. They want to trade Julius Randle because they want to tank again. That's how they're going to be in last place. <laughs> I just never think Julius Randle's good. He's not bad. He's, he's all right. I mean, he's not he's really all a starter right, but caliber he's, player and a contender. Do you want him as your solid. best player, or do you want to just let your young guys develop? Right, you want to tank. You want, yeah. to, you want to tank and let the young guys get better. I agree. That's why they're going to be last. Are we good on our Eastern predictions? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Okay, now we're going to move on to, I'm going to call this Summer League Stars, yeah, even though it's not going to be this. Summer right. League. Summer it's, League heroes. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not, it's not Summer League this year. It's just going to be preseason because yeah. everything's moved around. But basically, it's the rookie we think is going to do really well in the preseason and everyone's going to hype him up. Yeah. And then in the regular season, they're either just not going to see the floor or they're just going to like not be good, generally. Right. I know yeah. Parker's excited about his, so yeah. I'm going to let him go first. Yeah, I love mine. I love mine. Because Danny, does, Danny will enjoy this one. So this man was drafted by the Utah Jazz. He was the center for the Kansas Jayhawks. Udoka <laughs> as a bookie. We're, all, we're actually all in part of this. Remember? Because I I actually I started to like him more as his career advanced in Kansas when he was playing a little more. He's very strong, has an NBA body. The That's technical perfect for skills, preseason. The technical skills are there. So I think what's going to happen is he's going to show his NBA body mm-hmm. during the preseason, playing against you know more bench guys and stuff, the Plumleys of that yeah. nature. Yeah. <laughs> And it's <laughs> just really plumbly for no reason. But anyway, I, agree, uh, I, I just feel like he's going to flex his NBA body and he'll have a couple hard dunks and we'll be like, oh, the Jazz got the Jazz got a good backup center. And then I think he's going to be horrible at the free throw line in the regular season. He has no game outside of the paint, really. Mm. And, and he's sitting behind Rudy Gobert. Yes, and I think he'll be and okay. You can't play him on the floor at the same time, and Rudy gets 37 minutes, so it's like, yeah. what do you do there? I think he's going to have, Udoka's going to have the classic storyline where it's like, how did this many teams let a Kansas center pass? He's the next MB, <laughs> and then he's just horrid. I, I really enjoy that one, actually. Troy, do you want to go next? Yeah, um, 
this is going to be probably my hot take of the segment. Okay. Uh, you guys aren't going to like this at all. Parker's not going to like this, okay. even sort of. Okay. Uh, my summer league hero that I think is going to ball out, uh, be a total uh, floor general, and then come into his team, which is the Indiana Pacers, a right now kind of dysfunctional organization with a ball-dominant guard that he's just not going to do anything on that team is uh, Cassius Winston. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's not going to see the yeah. floor. At I mean, all. I mean, I think, I think he has uh, very good intangibles, and he, like I say, he's a floor general. Like he's going to direct everything, and he can shoot the three really well, and he can distribute really well. And against like the lower talent in summer league, mm-hmm. I think he's going to be dominant. Yeah, but like he's he'll just, put up like ten and like twelve assists a game or something in summer well, league. I think he'll put up like like twenty and eight in summer league. Okay. Twenty points, eight assists. I think he's going to shoot the lights pre-season. out. Preseason. Yeah, preseason. And during the season, I just don't think he's going to play that much. Victor Oladipo is the dominant guard on that team. He's just Malcolm. Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon has the ball most. Yeah. Of the time. Oh yeah, Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Malcolm Plus, Brogdon's uh, the star. Aaron Holiday gets some run on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Do they yeah. have? They got other guards. He's not going to see the floor. No, he's he, not. And he, I think he's a solid. Fine. I think he could be a solid role player in the in the NBA. He'll yeah. be here for a while. Yeah, and he'll like eventually he'll be that backup point guard for the Pacers. But yeah. I just think this year ain't the year. Yeah, he has the tools to dominate in preseason, but he will not see the I floor. I like that one actually. And we'll forget about him. That's yeah. okay. I, I won't forget. I won't. <laughs> yeah, you will. You will. I hope you don't forget this one. Josh Green. Oh, this is ah. Oh. Yeah. 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 So. You, you last week you were talking all all about how his his he's got that NBA ready body. Right. He's gonna fit right Wings in at that forward. at that two three spot next to Luca. I have him as my dark horse rookie of the year. Yeah. Okay. okay. So here's what I think happens. He okay. goes in. This he is... does just about what you talked about with Udoka. Yeah. Um, dominates, does well. People hype him up. They're like, oh, this kid. We were sleeping on. Has him. like a thirty point. Game. Yeah, they were like, we were sleeping on this kid all year. He's the new Josh Hart. Which isn't a bad role to fill. No. But on this Mavs team, I don't think... I think he could maybe be like the 8 or 9 this year. Yeah. Yeah. Because they got... Especially with the Josh Richardson trade, I think Richardson mm-hmm. steps into that 3 role and Hardaway keeps playing that 2. They yeah, just right. move Luke right. over. There's a spot right. for... There's Brunson, a bench. A bench Porzingis. I just don't think he does anything. And I, me and Colin have actually been off him for a while. Like, going back to our 2K association well, days, I just didn't want to say it last week oh when you said he was yeah. rookie of the year. Uh, Parker, you said he's a dark horse rookie of the year pick. You think that can come off the bench for the Mavs? Yeah, it was, It was like, all of them were extremely dark Yeah, Park went really dark horse on his predictions. And, like, I could absolutely see, like, if he showed out enough scoring-wise, like, they would opt to have him and Luca in... Like, you, they could even run Richardson at point, Green at shooting guard just for his shooting, and then Luke at the three, but, like, he's still obviously handling the ball. Mm-hmm. And then uh, run Green off screens, and then have Hardaway off the bench. That, like, I don't see why that couldn't be a possibility. But, again, it was just a dark horse take because I think he fits well into how they play, which is score, score, score. I'm yeah. just never a big fan of Arizona wings. To be okay, honest, that's a weirdly yeah, that's a generally specific thing. To yeah, hate. it's a big generalization, but name one. Richard Jefferson. Part. There you go. You're, you're, going, de- you're going that deep. I, you said the name one. Arizona wing. Okay, I mean, that's that's such a you Stanley name Johnson. Exactly, proving well, my point. Well, you just said he's like the Raptors' twelfth man, bro. No one's giving him a chance. <laughs> and they should. The Pistons no gave him plenty of chances. And they should have given him more. 
Sometimes you have to plant a seed and watch it grow. They should have built their roster on Luke Kennard and you just Stanley thought, Johnson. You just thought I wasn't going to be able to name any Arizona wings. I was maybe. hoping you wouldn't be able to. I figured you'd be able to. The Richard just, Jefferson is a stretch, just, though. Just that's throw a wild. shot. Parker returned to right back at Anyway. All right, now we're going to get into good good players coming up instead of... Yeah. Um, so this is boss. future... Yeah, this is future firsts. It's kind of... Prospects of the week, basically. We're going to go yeah. through high school slash college players each week. Mm. Um, I'll go first because I'm pretty excited about mine, and mine's a big sleeper. Okay. Um, he's a 6'1", 180-pound point guard from Pepperdine University. Ooh. Colby Ross. He's a okay. senior. He's projected kind of as like an early to mid-second-round pick right now. Okay. But I think he shoots up into like the late first round, and he becomes a steal for somebody. Yeah, like a Chris Dunn. Where, like, he went to a smaller school yeah. guard. He's, how tall did you say he was? 6'1". He's okay. short. He's short. But he's That's one of those, like, heady guards that just gets it done. Short. That's why I made that count. So he had 33 in a triple overtime game last week against UCLA. 33? Okay. Mm-hmm. In, which he broke, in which he broke the all-time school record for scoring. Okay. Um, And last year, he broke the all-time assist record. He has 658 assists now in his career and 1,800 wow. points. Mm. And oh, he's going to... Possibly going to lead the uh, nation in both points and assists this year. See, I like, yeah. Trey I Young, like John Moran. Those are the last two guys to do that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Now he's not them. He's not even. <laughs> now he's them. not them. No, no but yeah. that is a statement. That does mean something. So, And I like small small school guys. Um, yeah, yeah. I think Especially be, guards, I feel like. And we, yeah, we last week we were talking about those heady guards that just make a difference like immediately yeah. and stick around for a while. Yeah. I think he becomes like a sixth, seventh man at some point. And just really makes the team happy. That's kind of what I was thinking about Cassius too. Mm-hmm. I, I don't and, I don't hate that. Yeah, but Troy Pistone. Okay. He's he's okay. He's not the best shooter. He's not a bad shooter. Who are who are you talking? You're talking about okay. Colby. Yeah. yeah, he's at like thirty eight percent from three oh, and forty two percent from the field, which isn't great. No. But watching him, his strokes good. He's confident. He's getting double teamed most of the time because he's on Pepperdine. He's by far <laughs> the best player. Yeah. And he finishes pretty well around like bigs. Okay, I could sport that. I'll have to. I'll give a little film watch. Now I can't say I watched too much Pepperdine basketball. I was gonna say you must have done some. But I saw the UCLA game, and then I watched the thirteen-minute highlight tape. Okay, yeah. Now (laughs) I know how this happened. You watched the game, got excited about it. Yeah, that that is exactly what happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Who's next? Troy, why don't you go? Yeah. So uh, my guy, I'm pretty excited about as well. Um, A Wisconsin native. Okay. Jalen Johnson out of Duke. Yeah. I mean... He's a monster. His opener, I mean, he was phenomenal. He yeah. did not miss a shot. Incredible on defense, four blocks, moving the ball. He looked well. great. That, yeah. dunk, that block on the dunk? He looked great. Yeah. Oh, he had, about th- he had about three blocks on, <laughs> on takes to the lane. I mean... It, he just he just looked he had a perfect I mean he just had a perfect game. Yeah, nineteen point. And he almost had a twenty twenty. Yeah. I mean, listen, he's ex- he's extremely athletic and he's a terrific defender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrific defender. Averaged two steals a game in high school. Um, he can score inside very well. He has a nice little fadeaway inside, like from like mm-hmm. ten to thirteen foot range. Like he can take the rack fade away, or he can finish strong inside with dunks or whatever. Yeah. Um, we need to see his three point improve. Yeah. He yeah. shot 27% in high school from three. Uh, he did change his shot. Yeah. Having seen him play in high school and now seeing him play at Duke, he changed his shot, put a little more arc on it, and it looks better, but it's slower. So I think that'll come over time. 
Yeah, it's interesting. He reminds me of a little bit more polished and uh, well-rounded, like Josh Jackson yeah, type player. I like that. Guy. And and but he's and bigger he, too. He's yeah, not as yeah, he's a six-nine small forward, yeah. and he's and like he's a point guard. And he also plays point guard too. Yeah, he yeah, and he can bring the ball. up. He can go coast to yeah. coast. He can get a steal, go in transition. He's really solid. He's gonna be a top I, five pick. Yeah, I think he's pro ready. Um, despite Josh Jackson was actually my bust of that draft <laughs> class, but I think he is. NBA ready. Yeah. I think he will be Josh a Josh Jackson 2.0. Yeah, and much improved. I yeah. think he'll be a player to watch for the upcoming college season. I haven't given up on Josh Jackson. I have. He just I got have. cut from the Grizzlies. Yeah, Maybe caught. traded. Maybe traded for dirt. Nah, he's dirt. He's dirt. Oh, he might as well be cut. Ever since he cut his hair. Once he cut his hair, I officially gave up on oh, him. Oh, that's, that's when I bought stock in him. I, I bought him at 90 cents. <sighs> Yeah. Well, the difference is Jalen Johnson has a very good offensive skill set. He just needs to work on his three. Josh Jackson had no offensive skill set besides dunks. Yeah, but we'll see. And Josh Jackson was also twenty two playing against high schoolers, or twenty one playing against high schoolers. Like he like he was oh. like, he was like in his fifth year in high school playing oh. prep, and he was also like a year older. So he that. was just dominating, yeah. and he kind of looked like a high yeah. schooler, and people bought in. He did not impress me at all at Kansas. I never bought him. Too yeah, much. yeah, I agree. But uh, what's yours, Dan? Uh, Dan Dennis. Mine. I'm not gonna ever choose a normal guy for this. I've decided. I'm so excited for it's what you're always about. gonna yeah. be someone yeah. green. Uh, so my guy is Zach Eady. He's Purdue center. He's a true freshman. He's a future All Star out of Bradenton, Florida. He's mm. seven foot four, listed at two ninety. I have questions about that. I think. I don't he know, could, he's built pretty well. Yeah, well, no, I was going to say more. Okay. Even. I mean, he is built. Yeah, and he moves well. That's what's really scary is he moves well, so well. Well, all you got to do is look at his sports history in which he played hockey and baseball. What? <laughs> like, what? Okay. Seven four player playing hockey. So, <laughs> so like, let's just move past hockey. Because hockey, like, Zeno Char is 6'9", and he plays hockey. And he's a giant. And he looks like... Like, it's an anomaly. Out and there. it's against pros. Yeah. Imagine in high school, Zach Eady, seven, seven foot four, probably seven two at right. the time. Right, he was like seven two. <laughs> yeah. And just built. I don't even know what position he could. His stick was probably th- nine yards long. I mean, it is, I, I don't know how to picture it. And then baseball. He was either a pitcher or a first baseman. I can't picture, he, he couldn't physically play catcher. Unless, yeah. <laughs> unless they let him play down. His, his squad yeah. would have been out of the strikes. So outfield? Maybe no, he because could, he wouldn't have... Nah. Well, he could he doesn't need the seat. The thing just, is, he doesn't need the speed. He can just reach any direction. And he's got that Probably ball. just like first baseman, or unless he was like a pitcher, but I doubt that. I, I mean, feel like it's almost too big to play pitcher. Like his hands would go yeah. completely around the ball. Pitcher's the only thing I can imagine. I would have said pitcher or first baseman. First base, I, I do like. It does take a lot of like... Quick movements, yeah. though, and he's just well, this he, big... He has an incredible reach wingspan where yeah. he can just stretch out. Troy, he puts his glove out, and they just the shortstop hands him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he That's what I'm saying. I think he'd be an excellent first baseman. He'd, he'd get you that extra half What if he's just, sure. like, shortstop? Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> quick with it, too. Like he's got a quick glove. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are two sports, hockey and baseball, that take incredible coordination. Yeah. That's what's promising about him. Yeah, and I watch... I wonder like, if he ever had a home run. I mean, I feel like you have like being that big. You have to have the power dude, his to do it. Zone is mad. <laughs> <laughs> if, yeah. if any pitcher ever threw a walk to him, yeah, you have a problem. Cut him. Yeah, <laughs> you that guy. 
So I've only watched his last game and a half. They've only played two games on the season. And obviously, you guys know I'm, bi- I'm a big man aficionado. I like the 7-2-plus guys. I like Mamadou and Daye on UC Irvine. I like Taco Fall on UCF. I've liked all of Purdue's bigs. They'd had uh, Harms was their most recent guy, and Haas before that. I believe Haas. Haas and Harms. I think Haas. Uh, what was the uh, guy's Swanigan, too? Yeah. And Caleb Swanigan. But he wasn't like... Yeah, but he, was he, was, he wasn't height, but he was big. He was a dominant, he was a dominant center. They he love was, size. It's funny you should say that, though, because they actually have almost an exact replica of Swanigan this year. He, he even wears 50. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's an, I think Williams is his name. But anyway, one thing that really impressed me about Edie was a lot of times these, especially freshmen, when these seven three-plus guys get in, the second they get the ball, if, if they don't have a move already ready... They drop it. They drop the ball and the guard steals it. That's mm-hmm. usually a huge weakness. Mm-hmm. But this guy keeps it up. He keeps his elbows active. Little fake passing. And when he makes a decision that he's going to the hoop, he's going. Oh, dude. He doesn't bring any soft shit. Yeah, you're good. No, you're I'm good. <laughs> he doesn't bring any soft shit in there like a little post hook. No, he will back you down. He has seven inches on most centers in college. Mm-hmm. And he's... He cocks it back a little bit. He cocks he's it back yamming it on these yeah. people. Which is what I really liked is how he just... And he's a true freshman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He started playing basketball a year and a half ago. So Dude, the reasons tough. you just explained are reasons why... Of what separates him from other past centers who have been as tall as him and haven't done anything in the NBA? Yeah. Well, just the ones I, like I mentioned. Him. Like in Dye, Fall. Yeah. I mean, Bor- Or other even uh, Purdue centers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. None of them... Produce, have produced he, from what I've seen, from what I've seen, he's the best. Yeah, like, like you think he is the one that's gonna actually make it. Yeah, because he looks so good. I remember watching the other guys too, and when they started, they were young and not as and mm. inexperienced and not as built as him. And you could tell with their turnovers and their shot selection. Mm-hmm. He knows when he can score. He's, yeah. he's not anything special, but he can get boards. He can box out. He, he's great on tip ins, which I feel like. I mean, that's something I don't see most of these guys pick up until junior, at least, because mm-hmm. most of them stay every year. Yeah, he does seem definitely more refined than other people his size. Yeah, it, so we'll definitely have to see. Maybe he can pick up. I haven't seen any mid-range whatsoever. That's all he needs. If he gets any sort of, like, even a hook, nobody can stop him. Right, yeah. All right, you ready for uh, Masterclass Disaster Class? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is time for Masterclass Disaster Class. Troy, I couldn't hear a thing you were saying that whole time. If you want to throw it, throw it to me. Um, don't worry about it. Just get started. Just, All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't drinking the whole time. All right. Who wants to go first? Me. Um, <laughs> I'm going first. My, I thought of it last second, and I actually kind of love my topic. So it's regarding the Warriors and Steph Curry in general. Mm-hmm. My master class is I actually love this Warriors team that they've built. Or kind of as their second coming of their dynasty. Now obviously Clay going down kind mm-hmm. of completely eliminates this point. 
But if they, in theory, I if they had Clay, I loved the idea of Stephen Clay with Wiggins, Ubre, and Draymond with James Wiseman. Right. I like that core that's there. Plus Pascal had a solid year. They, I just like their culture, and I think that would actually go well. Mm-hmm. I think Wiggins will be fine. I think Ubre will be awesome for yeah. them. It'll be interesting to see how Wiggins does. Yeah, obviously this isn't as prevalent with play out, but can I get a Jordan Poole prediction from you? Just like as, if he gets any minutes or oh, what, I think what he could be a there? solid eight man. Yeah, yeah. I, especially really with Clay, especially now that Clay's especially out. with Clay out, I think he can be a really solid eight I agree man. With that. And they lost Bowman, Kai Bowman. He's on the uh, Clippers now. Yeah, I I still think that. And maybe they'll, you know, there's still time for them to make a, a small move or mm-hmm. two. But, and, oh, Andrew Bogut retiring. The season's for him, for the Warriors. Don't I sleep you. on that. Don't sleep you. on that. But anyway, I just actually quietly like how they've revamped this team into a solid lineup. Yeah, if they were, if they had Clay, I think they would be serious contenders right now. I don't yeah. even, I don't think they would have traded for Kelly Oubre if they had Clay, by the way. Yeah, I agree. Um, Which, yeah. I don't... I think they definitely should have, even if they had Clay. Right. But I think yeah. money-wise, they were still, like, say, wanted to, like, lure in Giannis, potentially, to be honest. Yeah, okay. Um, and weren't going to trade for him. Because now they're... I think Uber is a free agent after this season. Yeah, I think so. But... And somebody's going to pay him. Regardless, I, I like their roster. Yeah. And Wiggins and Uber, I mean, they're nothing special. But with Steph Curry as your point guard... Yeah. And Steve Curry as your coach, it's not going to be horrible. Mm-hmm. The floor's going to be open for them. It's going to be weird watching them because they're going to play a completely different style of basketball than we've ever seen them play before. Um, with like a, with attacking wings hopefully who aren't necessarily like the most like analytic basketball players. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then Draymond and James yeah. Wiseman sharing the floor inside is going to be kind of not inside. Draymond doesn't necessarily play offense inside, but yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just going to be a little weird. So, my disaster class regarding this is just the entire timeline of Steph Curry's shoes. Oh my now, god, thank just, you. Under Armour just announced they're uh, <laughs> dropping a specific well, actually he, just he gets a a brand. sort of a yeah. subset yeah. brand. It's like Jordan. Similar yeah. to Jordan and Nike. Yeah. The Steph Curry brand, and I think that's a good idea in theory, but I, I mean me and Danny were just listing off the better brands that he could be associated with. It's every single one. It's pretty much every one. I would love him in a Puma. If he was doing this exact same thing with Puma, yeah. He'd be killing it. Right I agree. Now. I think Puma would have been a perfect brand. For I think Puma we were even talking worst. New Balance, Troy. Like I, him and Kawhi yes. together in New Balance, that yeah. would be kind of fun. I, I, I just think dude, the Under Armour shoes suck. I like Under Armour as a brand, but their shoes. Yeah, suck. I dislocated my knee in a pair of Under Armour. So I'm see, not see, uh huh. And Steph Curry. They were in the Steph Curry's. They were in Steph Curry's, by the way. Holy and shit! Curry, we've not, come up on not something. the healthiest leg guy. So I don't know. He was Clay wearing Under Armour? Because Under Armour's aren't that good. I know he wears Antas or whatever. He yeah, no, but I don't think so. Maybe Steph loaned him those shoes for the two games. We'll say so. We'll say that. Can, right, I, just say, can I just say a quick shout out to uh, Jimmy Butler for signing with Lee Ning, Wade's yeah. brand. Mm-hmm. I, I like that actually. <laughs> yeah, I think him following Wade's footsteps in Miami. The Miami Chinating. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that as much as I'm going to be rooting against the Heat this year. Troy, do you want to go or do you want me to go? I can go. Yeah, you go. All right, my. I'll start with my disaster class. Okay. okay. Is the Houston Rockets city jerseys. I don't know if you guys mm. saw them. They're baby blue. And normally I love me a good baby blue jersey. Just generally the color baby blue works Strong. for me in just about everything. 
But for yeah. some reason... It usually always works. The Rockets one just doesn't do me. Troy, are you pulling it up by any chance? Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find it. It's a little weird to me. I did see it, yeah. Like, I liked the ones they were doing mm. a couple years ago where they were gray with, like, the checkers yes, down the I side and it's an H-Town. I yeah, those. those were phenomenal. Like, they're just weird to me. And I actually thought... Uh, just to go off that they've been killing it in every other jersey they come out with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're normally the pretty good. Jerseys. I'm pulling it up right now, and as and I'm a UNC guy. Almost strictly became a fan because of the baby blue jerseys, the powder blue, and mm-hmm. how dope that looked with the checkers on the side, like that pattern. These put a disgrace to the color like baby something's blue and wrong the, all the jerseys with, I've been with it. And there, something's just wrong with them. I don't know what. At first, I saw them and I was like, "Ooh, the Rockets released a baby blue jersey. That's kind of fun." Yeah. And then I looked at it for two more seconds and I absolutely hated it. It just looks lazy. The colors just don't go too well together. It's I mean, a weird it's just, shade of baby blue. Yeah, it's just a really basic jersey. It's just not interesting at all. I I'm totally with you. That's a that's a total disaster class. My master class. Yep. Jazz city jerseys this mm. year. So last year they had the yellow to orange fade. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. This year I enjoyed those. They went same kind of concept except right at about the nips. Okay. It switches to just plain black and then in the shorts it goes back to the orange and stuff. It is beautiful. Oh yeah, okay. It's absolutely beautiful. And they also have one more um also, second. Oh, yeah. ma- I'm actually coming out with a second master class right now oh, that wow. I just thought of on the spot. Okay. The NBA bringing back earned jerseys. Good. We didn't get yeah. them this year. Every team that makes the playoffs is going to get another jersey mm-hmm. this year. And that Bucks one a couple years ago, the white with like the green and red. Yeah. You know how we had that yellow. Because jersey? we had the Mecca one. Mm-hmm. It was based off the Mecca, and then we just kind of revamped. Yeah, and just did weird colors that beautiful. were fun. It was beautiful. So I'm really excited because every team, half the teams in the league get an extra jersey this year. Yeah. That's super fun. They'll only wear them three, three or four times, but sure. I don't know. Master I, class. No, I like that. Uh, yeah. Troy? Yeah, so uh, my master class disaster class is going to be a little bit more like specifically uh, roster okay. oriented. Uh, my master class is going to be the Lakers. Fresh off, fresh yeah, off a championship. As much as I hate it, but. Yeah, fresh off a championship. Uh, LeBron won another Finals MVP. They have Anthony Davis. They already had a stacked roster. I mean, they they lost Rondo, who was phenomenal for them, but they picked up a Sixth Man of the Year candidate, who I would have chosen for Sixth Man of the Year, Dennis Schroeder, who was phenomenal. They picked up one of the Clippers' best players. Yeah, and uh, another Sixth Man of the Year. <laughs> yeah, another Sixth Man of the Year candidate. They're supposed Clippers rivals, even though they didn't even make it to the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. They got Manchez Harrell. They got Marcus Saul, who's just a phenomenal team chemistry guy, ball distribution, good on defense. Um, and then they got Wesley Matthews from us. Uh, just an incredible three and D. Yeah, guy. Wesley Matthews just a better Danny Damn Green. It. Yeah, just a better Damn Danny it. Green. I think they're I think they're team chemistry. They're favorites for sure. Uh, yeah, like I, they're probably they, minus one ninety favorites. They, right now. they imp- they're already the best team in the league, and they improved drastically. And they still have the best player in the world until proven yeah. otherwise. And, and potentially like a the fourth best player, and they got potentially rid of, the second, but yeah. probably like the and fourth. then they got rid of guys like Javale and Dwight Howard who were just kind of weird oddball players, not really great with the team chemistry, not great with the offense. Replace those guys with like Marcus All, Montrez Harrell. I mean, I think their their chemistry just got infinitely better. And on the opposite end of that, a disaster class, almost a disaster class warning. It's something to watch out for. Okay, like so ne- not hasn't necessarily happened. No, yet. has not Predicted happened yet. Disaster. But something to watch out for that could develop. 
is the team chemistry on the Brooklyn Nets. You got, first of all, you a lot have, of rumors. Yeah, first of all, you have a lot of egos. You have Kyrie, you have KD. Mm-hmm. Not both. shocked that this is yeah. anti Kyrie. But two, <laughs> two, well, first of all, Kyrie is a team destroyer. Mm-hmm. I mean, went to the Cavs, right. left them, we won a final. You wouldn't win a title and be a team destroyer, though. <laughs> went to, went to, the, shot. Went to <laughs> the Celtics, <laughs> called, raised all hell in Boston. Mm-hmm. And then got basically kicked out, and right. and now he's here, and now he's here in Brooklyn, and uh, we'll see how it is, how he feels being a number two behind KD, who someone who isn't as good as LeBron, someone who has more of the same, uh, I guess, roles in the offense as Kyrie, where LeBron was setting him up, and he wasn't okay with being a number two. Mm-hmm. Kyrie was Kyrie was mad he didn't have a big enough role, and he led the team in shots to end the season at the end of his career in Cleveland. KD is doing what Kyrie's doing. He's cooking. I wonder how Kyrie's going to feel sitting on the sideline from KD, and I wonder how they're going to gel together sharing the ball. There's only one ball to share, and neither of their... I'm laughing because Parker's them, giving me big neither eyes. Neither of them are team chemistry guys. Not to mention there's three trade. rings. <laughs> three rings between them. Now, Troy, I want to say that I agree wholeheartedly there yeah. could be chemistry issues. Yeah, they're definitely. But I hate that you're pinning them all on Kyrie. No, Katie, <laughs> they're, they're two of the biggest prima donnas in the league. And, I, both, and I don't necessarily disagree. And they both have the same roles on offense, and they're gonna, it's going to be like a hardened wrestling where they're going to have to figure it out. I don't necessarily disagree and with that. I don't particularly think it's going to go well. Another thing I'd like to add is there's rumors that they're going to flip uh, Kyrie for Harden. And even they're going to try and trade happen. for Harden. If they're getting Harden, saying, they're going big three. Well, I mean, they'd have to give up their whole like rest of their roster for that. But I think they should if they could. Mm-hmm. If the if the Rockets would accept that's it, that's fair enough. Should. But like even that, like everyone thinks they might be traded. Like there's trade rumors. Like the, that's just gonna make the chemistry even even worse. I think it could be a total disaster. That team could totally implode on itself. Yeah. See, or that's they could my go to the finals. That's my way. thing. Is I think the Nets. I don't think it's because of. Kyrie individually I think the combination of Kyrie and KD they'll be mm-hmm. kind of scheming on their own in the locker room like ha, 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 yeah, I'm not let's get you. another superstar with us type of thing and yeah. then like Dinwiddie's woke but in a completely different way than yeah. Kyrie yeah, is woke true. yeah Jared Allen's Jared Allen's spunky that's all I, I can really say about Jared Allen DeAndre Jordan his contract is going to be the one that matches anything that they trade yeah. in for so he he's going to be on edge all he recruited exactly and then yeah. they're just he's going to be just gonna dip him. Like, yeah. just gonna and he's going to be in the rumors the all side. year long cuz like yep. whether or not he's actually in the trade talks he's going to be in the rumors because his contract is the one that matches it up cuz he's making like 12 million a year something like that so was it can like who confirmed that Kyrie was in trade rumors I I didn't say anything. No, I've seen well, that. I just said if they're flipping if they're flipping for Harden, Kyrie is going to be in question. It's not for sure. It's either. It's I just either don't think Kyrie the Nets actually or, consider that just because they just get, Kevin think, Durant hasn't played a game for them yet. You're not getting yeah. rid of the piece that he came there with. That's yeah. my thing. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That could be that could be overblown. But either way, they're gonna they're gonna be making roster. They could potentially be making huge roster moves. Uh, for Harden, yeah. and that's and I'm not just blaming on Kyrie. I'm most critical of Kyrie of all the pieces on the team for very justified reasons, I might add. But it's going to be a combination of Kyrie, KD, both of them joining together, and then all the trade rumors that's going to be going on all all season long until the trade deadline. I mean, I think those three things could tear the team apart before it even gets going. So I'm just saying that's something to watch out for. 
Yeah, I think I think they'll end up being fine whether or not they make a trade because they have two huge superstars on their right. team, and that tends to win ball games. Mm-hmm. So I like it, Troy, but we're gonna end the podcast on that note. Yeah, that mm-hmm. the Nets are gonna be fine. Not I'm sad. <laughs> I wish we'll we see. had a camera because we'll Parker's see. face. Yeah. <laughs> every Parker, sentence, Troy Parker was getting I mean, looks every coming. time I mentioned Kyrie's name. I knew what was coming. All right, well, thank you for joining us on this NBA Thursday. Um, We'll see you on Sunday for weekend shenanigans. Shout out to Troy for joining us and bringing in the hot takes for both NFL and NBA this week. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you.